0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. Hey, whatever you're doing today, however things are going, I hope things are trending on the up and up for you and your business. We're going to be talking today about some things that you can use to really... Frankly, wow your customers, including some of the things you should probably not be doing. This is a topic that I've loved to talk about on the show. And unfortunately, we've got just more stuff to discuss about it. Whenever it comes to sales, whenever it comes to marketing, managing your business, what have you, we like to boil these things down to, frankly, some really simple things that are easy to follow and anyone can do. However, not everyone is doing these things, which means that you can really stand out by doing them yourself. Before we get into any of that, of course, we have a quick word for one of the amazing businesses who sponsor the podcast. Listen to this. We'll be right back shortly. Talk soon. We talk to all sorts of business owners on the podcast, and one of the most common trends is business owners who just, for whatever reason, didn't fit in the corporate environment. A lot of entrepreneurs are seeking something, they're seeking an answer, and they're trying to figure out the simple question of, how do I fit in the world? And more importantly, is there a way to make a living that doesn't involve the traditional nine to five job? One of the biggest pieces of advice that I give to entrepreneurs is, hey, you have gotta learn about who you are, what drives you, your motivation. That's why I wanna tell you about this book, Your Turning Point, 33 Questions for Transformation. I love the impact I've been able to make through Good Advice and the Good Advice Podcast, but that would not have been doable without taking an honest assessment of who I was today and who I wanted to be tomorrow go to the website the 33questions.com and get yourself a copy of your turning point by Stephen J blank and let's continue on this road for transformation together again the website is the 33questions.com where you can buy your book today so it's it's no secret if you've listened to the podcast long term you you know some of the, the themes that come up on this show including you know how do we come up with different topics you know, what are the things that are really top of mind for me? And and one of the things that I've talked about is when it comes to creating content for the podcast, it's it's often something that I see uh, on the news or I see trending or what have you. And I'm like, okay, we got to talk about this. Uh, one of the things we talked about just a few weeks ago was um, heated seats and BMW's heated seats program and just the craziness around this. We've talked about Taco Bell on the podcast, which uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, by the way. I don't think I did. But Taco Bell uh, is on my my no-no list currently because uh, I I don't I don't even actually have a no-no list. And now that I said it, I quipped it just in the moment right there. It kind of sounds a little weird. But when I think about Taco Bell, I think about I mean, I know what I'm getting and um, currently they're not in a great place because I went to the drive through. I got my regular meal and it wasn't great. I'll go ahead and tell you, it wasn't great. It's a meal that I've, I'm I'm Captain consistency. I always get the same thing. When I find something I like, I get the same thing every time. I get the same coffee. I get the same meal. Uh, I'm going to be meeting someone at Wright's barbecue next week. I'm going to get the same thing that I always get because the way that I see it, you know, if you're spending 15, 16, $17 somewhere, you know, you want to know that it is good, Right. My wife, she's the more ambitious one. She's a little bit more of the the wild one, so she likes to get something different every time. And you know what? Not to judge her, but I'm just saying there's a lot of times where she is full of regret after her meal, and I'm like, you know what? I'm satisfied because I knew what I was getting. But that's besides the point. Taco Bell, though, I got myself a meal there, my regular. It was $17 for a quesadilla and a cheesy gordita crunch. And it kind of blew my mind. 17 bucks. I thought I could have gotten a CJ's burger for 17 bucks, but anyway, neither here nor there. We talk a lot about wowing your customers, giving your, giving your customers a fantastic experience. Uh, And by the way, it's really fun hearing you guys who you listen to a podcast episode and we chat, we chat out in the wild, the wild world of networking, or we see each other and you know, you're like, Hey, I heard that episode. That was really funny. Or I was at a, I was, um, Someone asked me to come uh, speak to her small group of sales professionals, and uh, we were swapping stories. And um, the person who invited me was like, "Hey, tell that story that was on the podcast about." uh, And then I told the wrong story. She was like, "Okay, it wasn't that story." And I was like, "Oh, okay, this other one." Um, So it's always fun for me. I appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we got a couple of stories today to to share with you. And uh, here's what I'll say. By the way, uh, the podcast is growing like crazy. It's it's really fun to see the podcast gets get a lot of traction and a lot of attention. And um, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice after coming up on five years of the show that it's getting so much traction. Uh, And what I'll say is if you're loving the podcast, if you enjoy the podcast, if you find help from the podcast for your business, I'd ask you to do two things. I'd ask you, first of all, Hey, go to my Google page, my Google business page, good advice here in Northwest Arkansas, uh, and leave me a review on my business. Good advice. Talking about how much you enjoy the podcast, how much it's helped you. Uh, and secondly, tell a friend about the podcast. Um, those things together really helped me helped me continue to do this professionally as opposed to, I don't know, getting a, I was, I was about to say get a real job, but you know, I work way more doing this than I ever would a quote real job. So anyway, that's my shameless plug, I guess, but we're going to talk about some stories today. We're going to talk about, um, you know, uh, some things that people, people are doing that aren't quite uh, lining up. And one of the things I want to I want to call back to is a previous episode. Uh, I guess this would have been maybe a month ago. I did an episode talking about the power of a thank you note. In fact, uh, I have it right here in front of me. If you're watching the video, um, it's actually on my desk still. I got this thank you card from somebody and uh it was just a thank you it was one of my customers my customers wrote me a thank you card to say hey thanks for doing business with me um and that goes a long way it goes a long way to the, the whole point of the episode on the thank you card was pointing out that most people do the bare minimum most people they don't go the extra mile to stand out with their customers and um you know, I, it's, it's kind of, it's too bad. It's really too bad. Um, uh, since then I got, uh, my insurance agent, uh, sent me an email on labor day. It was like your typical holiday labor day email. Um, but I had food poisoning. So I think I was feeling a little extra feisty. Uh, so I get like this labor day email. That's like, you know, our offices will be closed. Well, the email also says something like, you know, just want you to know, It was something like, as I'm reflecting on the holiday, I want you to know how much of a valued customer you are. Well, the only issue with this was that it was an automated email. It was like a, you know, a copy paste email. And so I kind of laughed thinking, this is a bit ironic. You know, you're sending an automated email about how valued your customer is. And I I just thought, you know, what would probably would have gone a bit of a longer way would have been an actual email. You know, hey, Blake, how are you doing? Hey, I've been serving you for, gosh, I mean, maybe four years now, five years now. Hey, you're, I appreciate your business. Hey, I hope you have a great labor. I don't know what your plans are, but I hope you have a great Labor Day. Like These things take us literally only a couple of extra minutes of time to do. They don't take much for us to do them, and yet few people actually do them. We're going to continue that conversation today and talk about how can you really stand out with your customers? Now, what I'm not going to do today is I'm not necessarily going to say like, hey, do these five things like go buy them a birthday card, go do this. You know, it's we're not really getting into the weeds of any of that stuff. We're we're talking concept today. We're talking, you know, if you are wanting to really differentiate yourself from a competitor, it's getting into a different mindset of how you engage with your customers. The good thing is that some of my best customers already think this way. And in fact, I guess they probably don't even really need me, honestly, but I guess it's kind of the whole like attracts like thing. What I will say is um, people who don't get this, who can't shift their mindset, not only do they have a hard time taking this piece of advice, but they have a hard time ever it's interesting. It's like, I, I, I've i told the story a thousand times, by the way, it reminds me of the guy who sold protein powder and, you know, his average order was like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something. Well, he had a guy whose this person's average order was like 200 bucks because this guy bought protein powder for like the entire gym or like his gym buddies or whatever. And what this guy did in his $200 order was he asked the, the, the person that I was giving advice to. He asked the protein powder maker, Hey, it's really annoying. Like losing the little plastic scoops. Can you throw in a couple of extras? Well, the guy that I was talking to, that guy was like, Hey, I feel really taken advantage of like, this guy's trying to screw me over. Like how, how dare this guy? And I was like, well, how much do the plastic scoops cost you? And he was like 12 cents, you know? And I'm like, what a missed opportunity. Like, are you nuts? You're not going to throw in like a dozen of these. Like I would get everyone's name at the gym and then have them like etched into the scooper. Like here's your official. I would actually, if it was me, honestly, if the, if the crummy scoopers were always like 12 cents, I would put in like the four or five bucks, like a one-time loss on the order. Heck, I would do a $15, uh, custom made their name, their brand, whatever metal scoop, you know, that could be dishwash safe. I don't don't know the whole details, but like something that communicates quality and appreciation to this customer. Well, see, this person wasn't going to do that. Instead, he was so bothered by the ask of what you want me to throw in these plastic 12 cents. How how dare you? Uh, And that was actually the premise of our conversation was he was, Hey, I'm being taken advantage of by my customer. How can I, how can I set boundaries with the customer? And so in like unpacking the conversation, I was like, no, you're not being taken advantage of. You're actually, you're actually being money grubbing. You're actually being very untrusting. So my point is, is that people who don't understand this concept, there's usually a lot more in play there that can be hard to pull apart. All this to say, I want to get to, I want to, I want to continue this conversation today and i I want to talk about a couple of situations that happened uh, just in the last couple of days on social media, and I want to share this with you. So one of them was, I don't know if it was a, a TikTok or an Instagram reel or what have you, one of them was a guy who was filming himself opening a big cardboard box And I don't remember the brand of the company. I never heard of it before, but this guy had this big cardboard box on his kitchen table and he was like, hey, everybody, Um, so-and-so told me to open this gift in front of, uh, to open this gift in front of, to record myself opening this gift. And because they sent me some stuff to show me how much they appreciate uh, me being a huge customer of theirs and like so some of the backstory here was this guy apparently like uses this company like exclusively and i spent a lot of money with this cost, this this particular uh, company so the company sent him some gifts well i i was pretty intrigued by this i thought ooh, yeah this is this could be really cool uh, i wonder what I wonder what the company sent them. And you may even yourself start to wonder, like if you were going to send a, a a customer of yours, a gift of your own, you know, your, your most, I mean, this is probably actually like the first, like reframing conversation. Like when you think about your best customer, if you've never thought about sending them something, uh, I mean, maybe that's the first, like, uh Oh, of like, Oh, Hey, yeah, maybe you should be thinking that. Um, but, Taking the question farther, though, you know, if you were going to send your customer a gift, what what would you send them? If you were going to send your best customer something, what would you give them? Well, I was pretty intrigued. I was curious, and I will say, by the way, I want to I want to come back to my friend Damon Burton, who he's been on the podcast. He runs SEO National. He's amazing. Um, whenever I went on his podcast three or four years ago, no name business owner. Good advice, so tiny, right? He mailed me uh, a cupcake and a jar. A little, you know, it was like a, it was, it was some kind of like, you know, bougie thing, I guess, but it was a cupcake and a jar. Actually, it was two of them, one for me and one for my wife, and a note that was just like, Hey, Blake, thanks so much for coming on my podcast. Hadn't spent a dime with him. So I'm a little biased here. I, I had, had experienced like that's and, and by the way, knowing Damon years later now, um, that is the kind of person he is. That is how he does business. Damon, by the way, a multi-million dollar business owner. Uh, easily a million plus SEO company. Incredible, incredible guy. Anyway, so that's my that's like my um, what's it called? Um, not checkpoint, like my uh you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh It's tough whenever I'm like speaking with someone and I say, uh, 10 times they can just jump in and correct me, but you guys, you can't talk to me. You know, you're listening to a podcast, my reference point. Hey, thank you. Random person who just said that in your car or, (laughs) you know, whatever. So that's my reference point. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and again, all keeping in mind this background of wowing your customers, you know, creating, curating that customer experience. Like, how do you really make a customer know and like tangibly feel that working with you is different from a competitor. How do you really create that experience? It's not enough to say you have good customer service. It's not enough to be polite. And of course I can help you with that and be prompt. And like these things matter, but they they don't create the premium customer experience. These are things that are just expected. You, you have to do these things, right? So... Getting back to the, the story, this guy's opening the box. He's got the box in front of him. Big, massive cardboard box. Well, there was something interesting on the box. There was the brand, the logo on the box, but there was also um, something else a detail that I noticed. There were the numbers 1366 on the box, and someone had written it with like a black Sharpie. And I thought, huh. That's interesting. It, it reminded me of when, um, lots of boxes are being mailed out and like in a warehouse and someone marks a box with like the number of the customer on the list or, you know, where's this go? Like things like that, like that kind of detail is what it kind of reminded me of. So I I see this number on the box one, three, three, six. And I think that's a little odd because this person's being sent a box because he is apparently this amazing customer. Well, he, he opens up the box and the first thing he pulls out is a backpack. It is a, um, he takes it out and he goes, Whoa, a backpack. And the backpack is branded with this company. And he's like, this is awesome. Now the acting was great. I mean, what do I know? This guy could have been like the biggest junkie for this kind of business that, You know, he's like, he's been waiting for the day to get the branded backpack for their company. So, but so, (coughs) Um, excuse me. He's like, whoa, the backpack. This is so cool. And he's like, his kid like comes into the frame and he's like, hey, check it out. And the kid's like, whoa, yeah, dad, you got a backpack from that company. And he's like, I know, son, I know I made it. <laughs> and then he like goes in more and he pulls out a branded hat from the company and has the logo. He's like, oh, it's, you guys gave me a hat too. And there were like a couple of other things in there. And my excitement like went, it nosedived. Here's a business that sent one of their best customers, a gift for being a best customer. And they sent him a box of branded crap. That's honestly what it is. And it's, and and, and hear me correctly for a second here, guys. It's not that you shouldn't have branded stuff. You're missing it if you think that's what we're talking about. And by the way, it's not even that you shouldn't, you shouldn't have branded stuff that you give to people, which that actually is part of it. We're gonna to get to that in a second. But like I would hope if people really like good advice, like the good advice podcast, that if I ever had like a pod a good advice podcast um shirt, that someone would would be happy to wear it. Now, for me in my style, it would have to be like something funny. Um like, I don't know what it would be. It would probably be something really stupid, like some like a meme or something. And it would be like, you know, try listening to the good advice podcast next time. I, I don't know what it would be. I'm, by the way, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So if it sounds stupid, it's because I haven't thought this, I like literally in this moment, I'm like pitching this idea to you guys. Uh, so <laughs> you see me next week and I'm like, Hey, have you bought my shirt yet? So all this to say, um, it, I'm, I'm not even saying there's anything wrong with branded stuff. I'm saying you have a customer who is one of your best customers and what you gave them as, as a thank you for their literal dollar being spent on you. They could have gone anywhere else, but they trusted you. They liked you enough to talk about you, to recommend other people to you, to buy from you again and again and again, and what you gave them was a backpack, a backpack that you probably bought in bulk that you ordered in a big shipment from a distributor somewhere. And it is ultimately something that you give out to people to grow your brand. I think you're missing it. That's the way you're doing business. Now that was one data point. This was, I think yesterday that I saw this video and I I was like, Oh geez, okay. And like, it was, it was really funny though, because the guy was so enamored by all of it, Um, which, you know, I I, I don't I don't want to presume the guy was faking it or not, but I just know if one of you guys sends me a- up, <laughs> so you send me a backpack, I'm going, to, I will, I'm I'm just gonna be honest, I'm gonna tell you straight, you know, I was gonna be honest on the podcast, uh, I'm going to throw it away, I'm gonna give it away. Actually, I'm not gonna throw it away, I'm going to give it away. Um, so save yourself the step and you can just give it away to someone else, uh, yourself. So that was the video yesterday. Another video happens today. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm doing a little content on LinkedIn. Uh, if you follow me long-term, you know, I love LinkedIn post on it all the time. I'm on it every day. Um, it's probably the best social media for my platform. Well, there's this one person I follow. Uh, she has 600,000 followers On LinkedIn, 600,000. Now, Damon Burton, who I think is a freaking rock star, uh, I think he has 30,000 on LinkedIn. Uh, David Breyer, who's a big branding guy, he's been on the podcast, he's insane. Um, He has, I think, 60 or 70,000. Jackie Hermes, who's also insane. She's Insane's a good thing. in This circuit. this probably makes sounds like I'm making fun of these people. Insane's a good thing, guys. All right, it's like bad. You know, they're so bad, but it's good. It's good bad. But Jackie is an amazing entrepreneur. Has a great podcast herself. Uh, she has a hundred thousand followers on LinkedIn. Well, this person who I was scrolling through and saw has six hundred thousand followers. Uh, I, by the way, <laughs> let's see. I, by the way, have excuse me. Wow. I'm getting feisty. So I'm getting tickled here. <clears throat> I have 2000 followers on LinkedIn. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, there's like even the lowest person. I'm like way below that. So this person um, is, is I would say moderately bigger than my, than my following 600,000 followers on LinkedIn. And uh, I, I, I was scrolling through. I saw a post that she did and uh, it was a video. It was a video where a mortgage company or maybe like a lending company uh, had invited her to come to their office. And so she was doing, and this person at 600,000, she's like more of like a lifestyle influencer type personality. And so, you know, camera's in front of her and she's like, I can't wait to finally go to my favorite mortgage company. Woo-hoo! You know, and it's her like getting in the car and then like, smiling and laughing and like, st- you know, going through the doors. We're here. Woo-hoo! You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm by the way, I'm probably like sounding really condescending and I'm not, I'm honestly not meaning to like, this is just what, it, what was happening. So, uh, arrives at this mortgage company and meets the owner and they knew each other. Like, Oh, it's so good to see you. And I'm thinking like, wow, this is this what great branding for this person. And, and honestly, probably if I'm being really honest, uh, I'm going to guess that this mortgage company paid this person to come to their office. um, I don't know i just I just think about like what would a normal person do i There are a couple of like really great mortgage lenders that I know in Northwest Arkansas, but I've just never woken up and been like, Man, today is the day that I am going to go' I'm going to go visit one of these places. And and if I did, they would be weirded out. They'd be like, so you just w- woke up and you wanted to come, come visit. You know, they'd be like, do you need a, do you have a hobby? Like, do you need some help? Or so like something here isn't lining up. I think, I think it's pretty obvious. This is like basic influencer marketing. Hey, can we pay you to come out and spotlight our place? And so anyway, so this happens, but Point being, point being, you have this person, 600,000 followers on LinkedIn coming to your place of business. Now, if it was me, if this was me, now, if it was me, I would have never paid for this anyway, but again, I'm the, I'm the 2000 follower guy. So what do I know? Right. Anytime I give advice about something and someone's like, oh yeah, I don't know about that. I'm like, well, you know, I'm also... You know, I'm not like, uh, David Breyer or any of these other massive people anyway. So you take it with a grain of salt. But so if it was me, if it was me and this person, 600 K followers was coming out to my place, I would be on her LinkedIn. I would be seeing what she cares about. Uh, this is going to make me sound like such a creep by the way, but I, this person's on my LinkedIn all the time. So just know a couple of details. I know that she quit alcohol last year. Um, and I know that she just went to Germany, the Germany details interesting because my wife and I went to Germany. And so when it popped up on my feed that she was visiting Germany, I thought, Oh, that's cool. I love Germany. So, um, I know I would, I would get on there and I would see like those two details. So here's why this would be important to me from a subtle perspective. When she came to visit, I wouldn't be like, Hey, let's pop champagne. Hey, let's, um, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like when we have friends over, we it, it's like we open a bottle of wine. But I have this other couple who are friends of ours who I know that they don't drink alcohol. I know that they have uh, not a great history with alcohol and they don't do alcohol. So I make sure not to offer them alcohol when they come over. I feel like this is just basic, right? <laughs> I, just, I just try not to be like – I try to be just a normal human being, right? So I'd find this out about this person. And I would maybe – I don't know. Maybe I would – get a German dessert or something to give to her and be like, you know, um, we're having lunch together. What have you, Hey, I got this, uh, strudel from Germany. I don't know if that's like iconic German or not. My friend who's authentically from German, um, she's made strudel or a spetzla too. actually doesn't matter guys. All right. If you're, if you're like a, a German guru here, you might be totally criticizing me whatever the case may be i would do something authentically german and i would say like hey i know you just, came, we just went to german i grabbed this thing that this meal what have you um and i hope you enjoy it i, I would do something small something small that is also very intentional to her personally again this this wouldn't be something big. It wouldn't be something that I think would be expensive. I would know it wouldn't be expensive. You can you can buy strudel for you know a few dollars. But the point is, is that I have an opportunity to demonstrate to this person, who coincidentally I am paying to demonstrate how I do business to the entire world, six hundred thousand people. I'm going to make sure that I. I'm communicating a few things about my business. So here's what happened. Um, This person gets there, they meet the owner, they talk, they chat, whatever. Well, what ends up happening is the owner of the mortgage business says, um, hey, I got a gift for you. And again, I'm like, here we go. This is it. This is the cool moment. What do you give the massive LinkedIn influencer, what gift do you give them that's going to be on camera and there was a little box the influencer opened it and she went oh my gosh it's a backpack and it was a branded backpack <laughs> again a branded backpack that she you know i guess like slung over one shoulder and was like yes <laughs> and i'm thinking like there's no way she's going to she's not going to wear this she's not going to keep it right i mean she's not it, It's just, it's just funny to me. I'm like, you had an opportunity to be intentional, but you went with, you know, kind of the same old, same old. And and I, I think that is my point today in today's podcast episode is we talked a couple of podcasts ago about how to be good at sales and how, which by the way, I don't personally think I'm really that good at sales, but I do know that I'm way better than most people at sales. Because I know that I know how most people do sales. Most people do the cold DM pitch that's impersonal and they just want to make the sale and they're not interested in the relationship and yada yada yada. And 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 so in that episode, I basically just said, Hey, if you want to get better at sales, the bar is pretty low. You don't have to do much to be better at sales. And similarly, when we talk about standing out to your customers, the bar is low. It's low. So to stand out, to give a premium experience, to wow people, to make people think, wow, this this was truly something different. It takes a little bit of intentionality. And unfortunately, it does take more than a branded backpack. And here's here's really the issue with the branded backpack. The issue with the branded backpack is that it communicates, here is my opportunity for you, here is my opportunity for me to get you to do more on my behalf by repping my branded gear, as opposed to the intentional gift, which says it's nothing about me other than showing gratitude to you for you doing business with me. Like, do you see the, and, and do you see why I I, I describe this at the start of the episode as like a mental shift? Like there, there comes a point where you take off the sales hat and the branding hat and you just put on like the, I'm a normal dude. I, I am trying to be a normal human being and be a normal person. And Hey, you gave me a thousand dollars. You gave me $2,000. You gave me whatever the price is. And I just want to show you how much I appreciate that. I want to show you, hey, thank you. Seriously, thank you. You didn't have to, you know, and not like in a, it's interesting because like, I think people are so like, I think business entrepreneurs especially are so into like presenting a persona of everything is so together that to communicate gratefulness is like this weird, like, I'm undermining my authority as an expert in my field. Like I can't be too grateful because it makes me seem seem like I was desperate or clingy or like, so, you know, and it's like this weird energy about it. But a normal human being is like demonstrates gratitude. They are grateful. So all that to say, the bar is very low. And yet if you can think about this, if you can find ways to be intentional with your customer, with people that, um, you know, I think about my friend, Brian Sexton, who does the Intentional Encourager podcast. He has the book, People Buy From People, an amazing, amazing business owner. Uh, excuse me, uh, just business professional. Anytime I talk to him, he immediately fires off You know, we just, as we're chatting, how's Blake doing? How's Maley doing? How's, how's Blakely doing? Like he knows my kids names. He's immediately bringing them up. How are they doing? What's going on? I mean, this is someone who you could not talk to for three months. And he's remembered it's like the Michael Scott joke, um, where Dwight's trying to steal his customers, but Michael has like the black book of like all the details, like the personal details. It's like that, but it's in Brian's mind. Like he knows He knows these things and thinks about these things. And it's like, I had coffee with a professional, a fellow, a friend of mine the other day. And uh, I knew his kids' names and I made sure to bring up the names of his kids. I wanted him to know that I knew the names of his kids because I wanted him to know it's not just about the transaction to me, that business is personal, that I want you to know that uh, there's intentionality there and that I care about doing business with you. I wanted, I wanted him to know that. A lot of people will just say that they'll say your business is important to me. It's the email, the automated email. You're a, you're a valued customer. You know, it's when you're on hold, you've been on hold for 35 minutes with a certain cable company and they say, thank you for holding your business is important to us. You know what I'm talking about? It's easy to say these things. It's rare to actually go the extra mile and demonstrate them. So if you're not a fantastic salesperson, if you're not fantastic at any of this stuff, the the good news is the bar is very low. If you just act a little bit more intentional and more importantly, if you just listen, if you listen, I'm always listening to what my customers are telling me. I have a customer who she mentioned it's her eight year business anniversary, uh, this upcoming April, that's a data point that I'm keeping in mind. It's a data point that I'm keeping in mind because when April comes, I want to be able to send her something. I have uh, another person who uh, it's their birthday on Saturday. They mentioned it to me uh, a couple of months ago. Not a couple of months ago. This would be weird. Actually, a couple of months ago. Hey, it's my birthday in two months on this day. Um, it, it was three or four weeks ago. The person was like, yeah, the second weekend of, of Saturday is my birthday. So I can't actually go do this. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, no big deal. Don't worry about it. But I made a mental note that Saturday, it's his birthday. And then as soon as we were apart, apart, I wrote it down on my phone and I'm going to send him a birthday text because that's a relationship that I care about. It's a relationship that's important to me. So I'm going to invest in that relationship that only happens by actually listening to people and having a real honest conversation with them. A lot of people aren't looking for those real relationships. They're looking to... Um, it's, it's like a farmer who like literally puts their hand like in the, in the bag of seed and then just like throws it out into the field. Right. This is why I wanted to mention like the bag of crap, the, uh, the bag of branded stuff that people give away at networking events, which again, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock you. (laughs) I'm not trying to give you a hard time if you give these things out, but like one of the worst things that I can win at a raffle at a networking event is someone's bag of stuff. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to use your insurance water bottle. I'm not going to, I mean, unless it's like a really nice water bottle, (laughs) but probably not going to like wear your hat. I'm probably not going to put the sticker on my car. These things that we think are actionable for the brand of our business, when really the real magic happens person to person. It's like, there's a guy that I've been, I, I've been trying to get as a customer. We both love hamburgers. So we've talked a lot about, um, big, sexy food here in Springdale. We've talked a lot about CJ's. I mentioned them earlier. Um, they're not a sponsor of the podcast. Maybe I need to go to them and be like, Hey, I bragged about you guys, but you know, we've talked about CJ's. And so, um, uh, we had a great experience, big, sexy food. And I was like, Hey, we got to go to CJ's. We gotta go to see. C- I know you love a good hamburger. We gotta go to CJ's. He mentioned to me that he's going to Jamaica. So I mean, like these these are details that are not just passing over my mind. They're they're data points that I'm taking and keeping and holding on to because I want this person to know that these were real conversations that we had that they mattered to me that I was listening and that it and and again, it's really not about. It's not about The detail, like, let me be clear for a second. Would, if I bring up Jamaica, Hey, how was Jamaica? Do you think he's really going to feel wowed that I asked about Jamaica? Like there, there might be like a slight feeling of like, Oh, cool. You remember that. Thanks. Yeah. uh, We had a great time. Like, like, do you think he's going to be wowed by it though? Probably not. Like I had a, a guy, uh, Steve Blair was on the podcast and he talked about how he loves, egg and cheese biscuits from chick-fil-A. So like as a gift for him coming on the podcast, I wanted to send him a gift card to Chick-fil-A with a card that said, hey, have an egg and cheese biscuit on me now if 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 he was to receive that, is do you like do you think he's really gonna be whoa wow probably not. Now there might be like a detail of like, oh wow, that was a nice that was nice. It, it's never about the thing. Just so you can understand, it's never about the actual thing, the detail. What it is, is that it communicates to that person, one, how you do business, and two, more importantly, how you're different from everybody else. You are always communicating to people your values and the way you do business. You are communicating how you see your customers. You're communicating how you value your relationships. It's not about the detail. It's not about the biscuit. It's not about Jamaica. It's not about, <laughs> it's It's not even so much about the backpack. It's, it's you are letting someone in on an insight for this is how I do business. And it, it really, I guess what I want to close with is, I've talked about Patrick Stewart on the podcast who runs um, uh, Apricot Lane Boutique Stores. We have one here in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, I met the owner actually uh, a few weeks ago, a really nice person, former teacher, by the way. I'm a former teacher myself, so it was really cool to meet someone uh, who also was a former teacher. Anywho, um, the CEO of Apricot Lane Boutiques, this, this store, by the way. Uh, has continued to grow despite through COVID, many brick and mortar boutique stores shuttering. You know, brick and mortar stores have had a tough time. Well, Apricot Lane has has continued to grow. How is this possible? Well, talking with the the CEO, Patrick Stewart, who came on the podcast a few years back, we were talking about his philosophy of customers. And he said, you know, here's how here's, here's kind of how I see it. Most people. A customer comes in and the person, the associate, you know, whatever you want to call it, the, the person thinks, now, what's the least I can do to get this person to buy? Now, I know people don't actually say this because it sounds really bad, but okay. I mean, I'm gonna go say hello. Hi, if you need anything, just let me know. Great. Okay. And then how do I, how do I get them to make the sale? And then as soon as that's done, I move on to the next person. Now, how do I have to spend my energy on the next person now? And he said, you know, the kind of how I see it, it's different than that. Instead of spend, instead of thinking of it as how do I spend less time with this customer? How do I spend more time with this customer? It's these things that they seem kind of countercultural in business. They seem a little illogical. Like, how could I spend more time with someone? But that, that was his philosophy of business. How do I spend more time with this person rather than always looking for ways to spend less time? Again, it's less about the time, it's about the philosophy of business. How do I give and give and give to this customer to show them about the way I do business rather than looking for the quick transaction and my bottom line getting met? It's something to think about. And the sooner that you can grab onto this for your own business, you will be shocked by how your customers become raving fans they talk about doing business with you, how much they, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, this customer of mine who spent uh, six, maybe $7,000 with me so far, who wrote me a thank you card. He wrote me a thank you card saying, thank you for, for taking my money. Um, which by the way, the first like half of that was, uh, it, it was even us still like figuring out a lot of stuff together. That, that is how your customers will see you. They will spend money with you and then they'll thank you for being a, a someone who provided this product or service that they could count on. They'll thank you for selling it to them. It's kind of a wild world and it doesn't take much, like I've said, to accomplish it. Hey, if you have any stories of yourself, ways that you've wowed your customers, things that you do that helps you stand out with your customers, I love to hear about it. I love telling these stories. I love spotlighting people. The more we can tell these stories, the more we can continue to shape the way the right way, excuse me, uh, that we should be doing business. So all that to say, Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, what the heck are you waiting on? Click the subscribe and follow buttons. You can keep getting good advice wherever you are. And don't forget, we do have a Patreon. The Patreon's at patreon.com slash goodadvice where you can support the podcast for as little as the price of a cup of coffee. Uh, We also, as you notice, we have advertising on the podcast. If you wanna advertise your humble business on the podcast, you can reach out at blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. And if you want some help with figuring out the right way to do business, creating that premium customer experience, I'd love to work together. I'd love to figure this out and show you some things that, um, can really help you stand out and stand apart. Again, you can email me for more questions there. Having said that, those of you guys who support the podcast, who listen to the podcast, and even those of you who are customers of good advice, thank you so much for all your support and all you've done with the show coming up on five years of the podcast. Holy cow. Wouldn't have been possible without you guys being part of it. So thank you for that. That's today's good advice. We'll catch you later. See ya.